Welcome back to the Rob Skinner Podcast. My goal is to inspire you to live a no regrets life, make this life count, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. I want to invite you to the 2021 Small Church Leadership Conference. The theme is Climb. This is for anyone who wants to grow, who's leading a small ministry or small church, and who desires to get inspired and get encouraged coming out of COVID. This is the second conference we've had. The first one we entitled Look Up. This one is called Climb. It's December 2nd through 5th, 2021, December 2nd through 5th of this year in Dallas, Texas. We're staying at the Marriott Las Colinas. We've arranged hotel prices of $109 per night. Early registration is $125 until June 30th. Then it goes up to $150 until August 31st. And after that, it'll be $175. So please, you don't want to miss this event. It's going to be so inspiring, so encouraging, so equipping. You can register today at robskinner.com and look for the Climb Conference tab. That's robskinner.com forward slash climb dash conference. I look forward to seeing you in Dallas in December of 2021. I am recording this podcast from inside a van in La Jolla, California, with two people, Mark and Hannah Persing. (laughs) Mark and Hannah have recently come to Tucson, Arizona from New York City. Mark and Hannah are going to be leading a Manhattan campus ministry, and Hannah works in the National Guard and has been deployed there for three months in southeastern Arizona. So it's been a real blessing to get to know them, but they're taking the 4th of July weekend off in La Jolla, California, and it so happens that's when I'm trying my cross-country, coast-to-coast for climb motorcycle ride. (laughs) I'm trying to check off something on my bucket list, which is go coast-to-coast on a motorcycle. So we'll see how that goes, and I'm looking forward to it. But I want to talk today about Mark and Hannah. First, let's just talk about how you guys, how'd you guys become Christians? Yeah, well, first off, thanks for having us. This is cool. <laughs> we uh, weren't expecting this on our weekend here, but so cool. God had it, had it planned out. Um, but yeah, I can share first. Um, I grew up in the New Jersey region of the New York church. Uh, my parents became Christians in 1995. I was born in 95, shortly after uh, they got baptized and grew up in New Jersey. Uh, just a great region of the church and um, just awesome families and people in my life. And I started studying the Bible in middle school, um, going into my freshman year of high school. Um, and yeah, studied with uh, Ross Lippincott and Damon Curtis and Seth Mitchell and just awesome men in my life. And so I became a Christian my freshman year of high school in 2010. And um, yeah, it was uh it was, it was, I'm glad I did it before high school started. I think it made team ministry a lot better and just my transition into campus a lot better too. So some tough years, but a good time. Right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little different for me. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Didn't grow up in the church, but was reached out to by a friend in high school in, after my sophomore year. And I got um, baptized my junior year of high school in 2013. Wow. Well, how'd you guys meet and get together? We met in campus ministry. Um, Hannah came to Jersey from St. Louis when I was a sophomore. So 
her freshman year in 2015. And so we were in New Jersey campus ministry and uh, We went yeah. to schools on opposite sides, yeah. basically, of the ministry. So we only saw each other mm-hmm. um, at midweeks and Fridays. At every campus event, yeah. But and uh, people across always- the room, we had- yeah, know, people just... wanted us to be a thing. We were in denial of it for a couple of years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we uh, we were doing a lot of actually hope work together, something called Street Team uh, in the inner city. And so we spent a lot of time together with that and then fell in love and uh, took after, some time. <laughs> after we both graduated college, we worked together yeah. in the campus ministry on the same campus. Yeah, Montclair State. So, yeah. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All that overtime. Yeah. Yep, that's right. <laughs> okay, so tell me a little bit about this van that we're sitting in. You can hear the cars go by. We're on the streets of La Jolla, <laughs> one of my favorite places in the continental United States. Your first time, is that right? My second time, her first time. Yeah, my okay. first time. Okay, great. Now, how'd you guys come to, to Tucson? And tell me a little bit about this idea for your van, your van life. Yeah, well, it's funny. When we realized we were going to be in Tucson for four months, we knew obviously we had to figure out how we we're going to travel out here. And the first idea was, all right, we could just rent a van. And we looked at prices for that and we we're like, we can't do that. That's going to add up real quick. Um, and then we realized because we're moving to New York City to help plant the campus region of the New York Church this fall, we were like, well, let's sell our cars because we aren't going to want cars in the city. So we sold our cars. Um, and just tried to, you know, build up the savings a little bit and find a used van. And but we just wanted to make the most of our trip cross country. Yeah, and so. we started doing this just two months after getting married. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was quite it was lot, the adventure yeah. right after marriage. Totally worth it though. Okay, yeah. so what kind what kind of a van did you guys start with? Oof, you want to tell them how she dirty? She was, I, we refer to her as she, because <laughs> we call her Tyra, but it was a rusted out van. There were holes all over the place. We didn't know there were holes until we ripped up the floor and saw the holes. Yep, had a big demo day. Matt Rupert helped us out. We had to, yeah, basically gut the whole thing, do a lot of rust removal and repair, and just get it to a space where we could then build on top of it. Mm. So, um that was the grimy part. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Let me just ask you some specific questions. First of all, how long did it take to convert this van? So you, you buy it from a tire company. It's rusted out. It's a mess. How long did it take? About two months. Wow. That's so months. fast. Mm-hmm. We knew we had to, I mean, we had a natural deadline because we had to get to her training. Um, by June beginning 1st. of June. Yeah. So we just knew that if we don't get this thing done, we can't take it across country. All right. So it helped so. to be in lockdown with COVID. It did. G- yeah. Gave you a little extra time there and flexibility with your schedule. Mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. flexibility. <laughs> Very grateful. With, without that, we wouldn't have been able to pull it off. Long Ever- ministry days, long van nights, or vice versa. Yeah. Ever done anything like this before? Not at all. I mean... When we were getting married, the weekend we were getting married, he said he wanted to build a cabin. (laughs) And so now he feels like he can do that after doing this. Cabin on wheels. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, this is step one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so tell me about price. How much did this thing cost? Break break it down. So the van itself was a steal. I mean, obviously there was work we had to get done on it, but the van itself was 9,000. It was originally 15,500. And so we saw that 
jumped on it and then obviously as we you know were gutting it realized things we had to get done so doing repairs on the van adds up to the total cost of just the van uh, being around 14 15,000 yeah. which we you know we some of these vans like this model if you buy like in really great condition or new it's like 25 to 30 thousand dollars right but our total conversion after renovating the van was around a little over 20,000 mm -hmm. which we saved a lot of money on the conversion process okay yeah. so let's talk about it. I mean, I mean it's amazing <laughs> in here I wish the listeners could see it but you've got you've got a bed you've got all these green cabinets you've got subway tile in the kitchen <laughs> I mean it's pretty fancy yeah fancy on a budget yeah well there we definitely had a timeline and we tried to stick to a budget i mean we had a natural budget because our bank accounts were only so full but mm -hmm. we the expensive parts were the solar panels and all the electric yeah and everything else was just a hundred dollars here a hundred dollars there mm -hmm. spent a decent amount on wood as well right yeah it's really nice you've got a paneled ceiling uh, you've got paneled walls. T take us through it. Just just run through the list of what, what you added to it to make it homey. Yeah, I can start. You can fill in where I miss out. Uh, we um, One of the first things we thought about was just the layout. I mean, before you put anything on, you have to think about the layout. So we knew we wanted this kind of U-shaped couch. So that was like our first decision. And then we knew we wanted countertops on either side of the van um, so I think the the butcher block countertop definitely has more of that kitchen feel it's a nice feel um, definitely and the, one of the first things we bought too is this little fridge from Walmart it was like on sale for I don't know 150 bucks it's like a throwback Frigidaire it's definitely a, a vintage, <laughs> vintage vintage look, look. definitely yeah. um, so that was cool. You want to talk about the windows? Steel oh, yeah. So we found a truck bed cap on Facebook Marketplace for free. It had six windows. It was broken. Not the windows, but the cap. And mm -hmm. they said, just pick this up and you can have it. And so we borrowed a friend's truck. and Thank you, Chris Sloan. Yes, and picked up, <laughs> picked up the the cap and then took the windows out, cut holes in the van ourselves well mark cut the jigsaw the with the metal blade it was just shaking that, like i've never crazy. used a jigsaw before <laughs> <laughs> that was intense yeah but it, it was it helps a lot so to have those some were free yeah. originally people pay like, 400 bucks per window i mean yeah so crazy. we prayed a lot about deals god just mm -hmm. kind of made it happen yeah. i mean i've read some online articles and they say oh it's going to cost you 60 to seventy thousand yeah. dollars i'm like oh my gosh that would just but twenty thousand dollars that's mm. killer and it's such a nice van you guys just you're gonna have to make up your own youtube videos <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. van life on a budget i know we, we've had some friends that are like where are your videos so <laughs> we are doing a vlog this weekend so we're trying to do what we can but well know. tell me tell me how it's been tell me about van life are you glad you did it so glad it is it just makes everything i mean we haven't spent any money here you know i mean we've had one meal a day outside of the van everything else we cook in the van and we try to post up at places that have out i mean showers or bathrooms we have a little portable toilet but that's emergencies <laughs> only <laughs> and so a lot of people put showers and things in the van but ours is about 30 inches shorter than most mm -hmm. vans um, of usable space in the van um, 
So we have lengthwise or lengthwise. Lengthwise, lengthwise I yeah. See. Got yeah. It. It's a it's a high roof, so I can stand in it, which was a priority. Mm-hmm. But because we don't have that extra length, mm-hmm. the shower didn't make sense. But when you're at the beach and you got outdoor showers and perfect little bottles of shampoo, <laughs> good to go. There you go. <laughs> That's but great. No, it, it's definitely worth it. And one of the things we thought about too is just to be able to make memories in it mm. um, with knowing that we're going to be moving to the city and spending a lot of time in the Big Apple. We just, we knew that we would need kind of those Sabbath weekends or we could get in the van and rest and come back and just get some air. And mm-hmm. so as much as it was initially the van that will get us to Tucson, now it's kind of, oh, we're realizing, oh, wow, we actually, we can <laughs> use this van after the summer and uh, my parents have graciously offered we can park it in their driveway in Jersey. Nice. So we won't have it in the city. We yeah. have a bucket list of places we want to take our van. Mm-hmm. So we've already started Polaroid Wall. We're collecting stickers from where we we go visit. And so we're excited to, <laughs> That's so cool. to Visit churches along the way. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun, yeah. Any advice that you would give to, to someone who may want to, to imitate and make their own van? Or maybe three things you shouldn't do Mm. let's just start there three three things to avoid i'd say the first one to avoid is don't go into this without thinking about your budget or the money you have because if you keep oh there's the motorcycle (laughs) um if you keep watching videos people say buy this buy that you need this so don't don't let people tell you you got to buy everything but just think about that, that's probably one of the things we learn really quick is what do we need? So I think the thing people can do wrong is let's just get everything, you know? So we had to be careful of that. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think just don't overdo it. Just make it as simple as possible. We, we've we gone back and forth with each other, I think, a few times. Just do we need that? Do we not? And I think having someone to do it with had made it really... Right. Um, possible to bounce ideas off of each other and not mm-hmm. overcomplicated. It's fairly simple in here and so that's nice and so if you don't have someone to do it with definitely have an advisor or somebody to help. Yeah but we're, we've encouraged a lot of people just to go for it. You know we have our friends back at home that think we're a little crazy but we we definitely encourage couples uh, or whoever to go for it. It's, it's fun and it, it just makes traveling a lot more memorable. You that's know. so cool. So that's our encouragement. Do it. Don't give in to fear. <laughs> it's intimidating, but we didn't know anything before buying the van. I mean, elect- electrical. Yeah, uh, that's the last thing. Don't be intimidated. Don't be intimidated. Yeah. yeah right. Just go for it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that's helpful. So <laughs> don't overspend. Stick to your budget. Don't listen to the latest trend. Mm-hmm. Stick to what you need. Yeah. And then just don't be intimidated. Go mm-hmm. for it. Great, mm-hmm. great advice. Switching subjects, let me let me ask you this question. What advice would you give to a person that really wants to make this life count? It's mm, a great question. And we've learned a lot from your podcast just with that being one of the main questions people answer. And you know, for us being a young married couple, we one of the first things we did uh, right before we got married, we were engaged, is kind of make that list of what do we want to do with our marriage, you know, with our family. And I think and you know, we talk about about this a lot in my podcast, but I think just really thinking, making kingdom-centered decisions and that we're living this life for the next life and that 
when we make financial decisions, when we make decisions about the church or our, our relationship with God or career that we're always thinking about, how is this going to advance the kingdom? You know, mm-hmm. how is this going to honor God? And so I think for us, like that's that's been big is thinking about, okay, whether we're here temporarily in Arizona or when we're in the city, like how can we really bring the kingdom? Um, and even kind of what we, you know, I think the van is this illustration of living by faith and not right. by fear. I think right. we were pretty close to just saying, you know what, this is too crazy. It's going to be too stressful to do before we move across the country. But so I think that's that's what I would say too, is just really deciding to live by faith, not by sight. Mm-hmm. And just doing that alone, I think goes a long way. And the van's kind of been an illustration of that for us. And yeah, uh, what do you think? The only thing I would add is, this has been really great for us focusing on it this year but making the most of every opportunity Mm -hmm. I think some things that go through my mind sometimes if I'm maybe feeling unproductive or not feeling energized I'm I I don't know I just I want to look for how can I make the most of this opportunity right now like even if we're here in La Jolla and maybe we're being lazy and we don't want to go do something like no let's get up go do something <laughs> make the most of this opportunity and get out and do it that's yeah. awesome mm-hmm. you guys are an amazing couple and I, I i told you this prior to this but really appreciate how you've come into, into tucson and served mark with your music and and playing guitar in the, our worship service along with Felipe Marias who's already there and Hannah your testimony just brought down the house I, I heard from someone else it just is awesome mm-hmm. but your attitude has been there to give and even though you're you're in Arizona just for four months thank you so much I've been super impressed with with both of you and good luck to your work in Manhattan at the oh. campus ministry thank, thank you. you bro we appreciate you and thanks for all the work you're doing we're praying for your travels to Boston <laughs> <laughs> what an exciting adventure. So. Yeah, I'm really excited about the CLIMB conference. And that's geared towards small church leaders, people who want to do missions, or small ministry leaders, people who just want to grow. And what's exciting about it this year is it's going to be held in Dallas December 2nd through 5th. And the first full day is dedicated to the spiritual life of the, the minister, of the leader. And it's dedicated to helping each person just get strong. Mm. And we're having a whole bunch of different teachers with that focus. Just how can you come out of COVID and be doing stronger, doing better than ever? And then the second day is on ministry growth and planning. So second day will focus on the ministry itself and developing a plan for 2022. So I I think it's going to be our best conference. We had one two years ago called Look Up, and I think this is going to be even better. So exciting. Yeah, so exciting. All right. Well, thanks so much, you guys. Thanks for having us on. Thank you so much for joining the Rob Skinner podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit the subscribe button and let your friends know about it and how to find it. Because my goal is to inspire you to make this life count, live a no regrets life, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. Have a great day and make this life count.